Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 690 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Fade the Public Friday. The weekend is upon us. Get ready. We got trick-or-treaters coming on Monday. Cannot wait. Put up some tombstones in the front yard. I got a, a crap ton of leaves that I got to uh, I got I got to mow over and get ready for all the trick-or-treaters. But I'm excited, guys. We got a lot going on here as we steam into the weekend. So uh, good news and bad news. You want the? It's actually all good news, but good news and bad news. Uh, the bad news, sadly, our eight and O streak. Our three straight nights of four and O came to an end here. Uh, we did go three and one yesterday. So again, the good news is we turned another profitable night here. Three and one plus 0.82 units but the bad news was we couldn't turn in another 4-0 I was really hoping TB12 would come through for us again sharp as attack Tom Brady and the Bucks going from at one point getting two points all the way to laying two points why was that important because you had so much heavy betting there on Baltimore it did even out a little bit closer to game time but a big sharp reverse line move guess what it didn't come through and if you uh, saw on Twitter, there was another, there was another big, uh, there's another big conversation, another big debate. Percentages don't matter. RLM is fake. Steam isn't real. It's all meaningless. Don't even bet. It means nothing. So I'll let you guys, if you want to be some Twitter internet sleuths, if you want to, uh, you know, figure out the uh, the genesis of that. Uh, it's all the power to you. But guess what? Newsflash. Sometimes sharp plays don't win. 
Tom Brady was sharp as attack. He just didn't play well. And I'm really starting to worry about the GOAT. He actually filed for divorce officially today from Giselle. You know it's official when uh, both parties tweet out uh, an Instagram post talking about how they're amicably splitting. But uh, if, if you were Brady, would you rather have kept Giselle in your family and gone down as the greatest? Well, you're going to go down as the greatest quarterback ever anyway. But why not uh, retire after last year and have your family versus slog through this terrible year with Tampa Bay who looks completely broken? And also, by the way, uh, head coach there, Todd Bowles, do you say anything? Do you just stare at on the sidelines? You just sit there? I've never seen his mouth move. It's unbelievable. The guy, like, do you do any coaching? I don't want to rag on Todd Bowles. Apparently he's a really good defensive-minded coach. But every time it shoots the Bulls, he never says anything. His mouth never moves. It's like, do you do any coaching whatsoever? You can tell I'm bitter because Tampa Bay kept us from another 4-0 night. But 11-1, our last 12, I'll take it. Pretty damn good regardless. But just on the topic of RLM isn't doesn't matter. Percentages don't matter. You know what? They may not matter to you, but they matter to a vast majority of data-driven contrarian betters. And I'm not here to, you know, spend 20 minutes talking about the virtues of data and how important it is. I think if you don't have it, you're flying blind. And, you know, data, is it's going to give you clues about the market. And it's up to us to be detectives and look at the clues and look at the tea leaves and figure out, hey, you know, number one, we're not, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a professional sports better. You know, again, I, I work in sports betting. I'm a data-driven better. I love betting. I have my model that uh, I, I learned, you know, through over a decade of, of go, you know, going from uh, starting from the bottom. Now we hear when I was a, you know, customer service rep at Sports Insights, my first break in the business. And I uh, was taught the, uh, the merits of contrarian betting and line movement and percentages and betting systems. And it showed me a path that has been pretty good to me over the years. So again, I'm not here to uh, you know you know rag on people. I also think it's like it always annoys me too. Like uh, they're meaningless, and any anyone anyone who who bets that way, you you should be shamed. You should be tarred and feathered. Newsflash: There's different ways to bet on sports. Not everyone is a wise guy who sets their own numbers and plays discrepancy plays. I just hate that like high horse perspective of like oh you look at percentages you're just a plebe you're uh, you're a nobody here and if you bet that way you might as well quit well guess what we've proven over a long tracker to, track record of 690 pods and a long track record of betting against the public and the importance of line movement uh, i just thought it was funny how you know one person decided to use that tampa bay example to completely discredit the entire data-driven contrarian betting when again it's not gonna win every time that was i so excited to sweat tom brady of course i was uh, because it was just a sharp play. It was a hazmat play, a team that was playing poorly that was taking in smart money. So told me respected betters were on Tampa Bay, which I wanted to be as well. And guess what? It didn't come through. I admit it's frustrating because there's another example here. Uh, when was it? Tampa Bay at home against Kansas City. Remember that was like a plus three down to like a pick em or a minus one. So I think it might just be a Tampa-related thing with Tom Brady having a terrible year. And uh, really, Devin White, too. Like, Devin White used to be a monster. He didn't make a single play last night. Again, you can tell I'm bitter because I was looking for a, a, a third straight 4-0 night. Excuse me. Um, but I just think it's important that, hey, sharp plays don't win every time. Newsflash! Newsflash for those in the back. Sharp plays don't win every time. Again, sharp plays are going to win between 55 and 60% of the time. Why is that important? Because it means they're going to lose between... Uh, between uh, they're gonna let me get this right. Sorry, they're gonna lose uh, forty to forty-five percent of the time. There, there we go. Let me get my flip, flip my math a little. Let me zig while I zag my math there a little bit. But they're gonna lose forty to forty-five percent of the time. But let me tell you this: if you ask any odds maker, you go up to any bookmaker and you say, "Hey, which what side what side better are you more um, worried about? Where's the liability? The person who's taking you know Baltimore plus two or the person who's taking Tampa Bay money line or got a plus money number or got the Tampa Bay side. They're going to tell you 
They're much more worried about the Tampa Bay side. And how do you know that? Because they shifted the line so big toward Tampa Bay. So it always frustrates me when like people use one example of one game to discredit a completely, you know, a completely universally improven thing to be successful. Now, again, if anyone says, you know, betting percentages are the only way to bet and reverse line movement is the only way to bet. Of course not, and I would never say that it is. It's a piece of the pie. It's a piece of the puzzle, uh, and I, I don't think anyone should be uh, shamed or put down or looked down upon be, to be a data-driven contrarian better. I mean, we prove every single day on the pod entering the arena using data, and we do pretty well here. So the proof is in the pudding, but I just think it's really important that um, you know to discredit an entire thing based on a small sample one result is just completely ridiculous in my opinion. Like, it didn't rain today. Oh, okay. So that means rain isn't real. It rain isn't a thing. Uh, oh, it it it. Uh, you know, let's see. The sun the sun shines today. It was eighty degrees. That means it's that means it never snows. Like that's just ridiculous. And I I, I fully admit. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Devin Hernandez. We were talking about this. I think Devin Hernandez hit the nail on the head. I think there's this like wise guy thing in the betting community where like if you're a professional better and you can always tell professional better you know how you can tell they'll put plus ev in their twitter profile like ooh, ooh, i only bet plus expected value look at me i'm the best there's this thing where like the quote-unquote pro betters who set their own numbers they hate the the data-driven betters they hate them they hate them with the passion of a thousand sons and i think they hate them because they feel like, hey, I'm setting my own numbers and you're just watching the market and look at you, you know, kind of like mooching off of what I'm doing. So I I, I always thought that Devin, my guy in, in South Florida, uh, kind of put that in perspective, but I think that's part of it. I really do. But I just think it's ridiculous to discredit an entire thing that's been proven to be successful based on one outcome and then also shame people that bet the way. That's what really, really bugs me. You know, everyone is trying to win in sports betting. You think anyone's trying to lose? And the way, the style of betting, there's no one perfect style of betting. If you tell me you like to bet with your gut, I'll tell you, hey, that's losing long-term and, and really you're going to be a losing better based on gut instinct and bias. But if that's your strategy, that's your strategy. I disagree with it, but I'm not going to shame you and tell you you're ridiculous and tell you you're stupid. To me, it's just really, really, as Peter Griffin would say, grinds my gears that that approach from the quote-unquote, you know, pro bettors on their pedestal are just looking down and shaming all of us for the way we bet. Like, you do you, I'll do me. I don't shame you with the way you bet. I don't tell you, oh, look at your power rankings, how off you were with that one. So, again, I'm on a tangent. I didn't really want to go this deep into it, but it just got me going. And I so wanted to reply to a few tweets, but I realized, you know what's going to happen? You're never going to change people's minds. It's just going to create a huge uh, S-storm on Twitter, pardon my French here, and then my notifications are going to blow up and my block button is just going to go nuts here. So, uh, again, if you're listening to the Market Insights pod, I think you realize how important betting percentages and line movement and betting systems and steam and reverse line move, whatever you want to call it, line freeze. I think you realize that it's real. Again, is it the end-all, be-all? No, but that's what I don't like about these arguments. Like, there has there's the extremes. Like, oh, it's completely meaningless or it's completely the only way to do it. No, we live in a world that there's gray area. It's not black and white. So, uh, again, I, I think to each their own, you know, this whole pod is geared toward data-driven contrarian betting because, hey, I'm not a wise guy. I don't set my own numbers. I don't play off discrepancy plays. I don't bet for a living. I'm not a professional better. But over time, I've kind of come up with this concept, and I'm not the—I didn't create it. It's been adopted. And what, what's the old one? You stand on the shoulders of giants. I thought—I forgot who that was. Aristotle or somebody. Um, but uh, it, it works for me, and it makes sports betting fun because you are a detective and you are uh, putting in the time and effort uh, to analyze the market and let the market speak to you. And we—I always, you know, come back to this, like. 
contrarian betting. If if the if the average Joes who bet based on gut instinct and bias and didn't look at data and just took every favorite, every home team, every over and every part and parlayed them all together, if that was the the, the golden ticket, the way to get rich, then regular average Joes would quit their day jobs. They'd become millionaires. The books would go bankrupt. So just from a contrarian angle, contrarian is a, is a, is a, is a successful long-term strategy. Again, is it the only way to bet? No. Is it, um, you know, is it the end all be all? No. Do you take every bet that's less than 50%? No, but it's a foundation. It's a foundation. And how do you know what's contrarian and what isn't? You look at licensed sport sports books who are monitored, and if they put out bad information, they'll get huge fines, and and it really, really will really be a detriment to them. They're putting out percentages, and the, the percentages are a validation of going contrarian. Then, of course, the line. The if you talk to any odds maker, uh, they will tell you that respected money moves numbers. The public doesn't really move numbers at all. It's wise guy money, respected money, big bets, not always huge bets, but bets from respected betters who have a track record of success, who move numbers, who win at a high rate, uh, who bet numbers, not teams. So if we operate on the premise of more often than not, the public loses, uh, the house always wins, and then also respected money moves lines, then that's why we're data-driven contrarian bettors because we're playing a long game here where we're not capping every game. We don't have to. We just have to look for the games that fit our model. Against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. So, again, it's a Friday. I'm excited for the weekend, but I was so close to getting into a huge Twitter beef last night. And my fiance, she like, saw me stewing, and she, she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, eh, just don't even. And I told her, and she's like, just don't do it. Don't do it. So, uh, again, I don't like getting into these battles. Uh, but I don't pick these battles. I don't pick them. But I do feel like, you know, a lot of times I, uh, I need to defend what what is real and what and what what works. Again, is it the only thing that works? No, of course not. Again, don't get into these, these extremes. But for for people to sit on their high horse and tell us that data means nothing, line moves mean nothing, percentages move not, mean nothing, reverse line movement isn't real, steam isn't real. Like, come on, give me a break. Like that to me is ridiculous. If you tell me that, hey, percentages, you know, they're not that important and maybe reverse line movement isn't the end all be all. Like if you have like just a basic like civil, like just 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 honest discussion, then okay. I understand it. But to completely say it's it means nothing, like just give me a break. It's like it's just like unbelievable to me. So anyway, I don't want to spend all this time on it, but I always think it's funny and you know, you guys are my you guys are my buds, uh, Maureen Chase and the whole crew. So I, I feel like sometimes I'm in a safe space and I can, you know, uh, around the virtual bar, pull up a chair and kind of tell you what I'm going through. And again, I always appreciate you guys because I think if you're listening to this pod, you don't need me to convince you the importance of data. You know the importance of data. So that's just another kind of uh, important uh, factor there. But anyway, let's put that aside. And anyway, like, tell me data-driven contrarian betting doesn't work. I'll show you 11-1 and one the last 12 bets. So again, like, uh, hashtag scoreboard. Anyway. Whew, just had to say that, just had to mention it. And Josh, don't get into those Twitter beefs. Don't get into it's like Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard. Do not battle the trolls. Do not battle the trolls. I gotta write it a hundred times. But anyway, push that aside, guys. Eleven and one our last twelve. Three and one plus zero point eight two units last night. Let's go. Let's keep it rolling here. So lots to get to on today's pod. I have two college football bets. I have two NHL bets. I'm going to stick with our, our four-pack here. I know there's a big slate in NBA. I'll be fully honest with you guys. Nothing really jumped out to me in NBA. So I'm going to stick with our four-pack. I really like our two college bets we're going to discuss. I really like our two NHL bets here for tonight. We'll also finalize our card going into the weekend. I have uh, two college football bets as well as a really good lean here that I'm just I, – I like it. I just don't – I worry that I missed the best of the number. We'll get to that in a bit here. Then also uh, four bets in the NFL. 
including a couple money lines. I'm going to tell you a couple money lines here and kind of my thought process behind it, as well as biting in the arena. Two bets in the UFC. We got a couple or at least one uh, contrarian favorite here, Fade the Trendy Dog, but two really good low bets, higher dollar bet splits. So I'm excited to share some UFC with you. I believe, what are we, six and one our last uh, our last seven UFC bets here. So let's see if we can keep it rolling. But anyway, guys, a lot to get to real quick. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's now called the VEASAN Daily. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Put in your email. Then every morning you'll wake up to fantastic sports betting content. Uh, you'll get a link to the uh, Morning Bets podcast. Uh, again, really appreciate you guys who are up and early listening to it. I got a great tweet uh, from my guy, Boston Jack. I don't know if you're listening, Boston Jack, but I really appreciate it. You know, I know good people are from Boston, of course. But he was saying that he really enjoyed the market in the, uh, the Morning Bets pod because he's got to go to work at 6 a.m. and he doesn't really have a lot of time to put in his bets. So that was really the, the whole idea of the Morning Bets pod is that, hey, if you have the time, you know, listen to the big boy pod, the Market Insights pod later in the day. But if you only have a couple minutes here, you're going to work just as Captain Jack was uh, going to punch the clock, then, hey, here are the biggest games, biggest line moves you need to know about. So I really appreciated that message. But anyway, aside from uh, that, we did lead off today's newsletter with Mattress Mac, our guy who, you know, for years and years, he's put like millions and millions of dollars in all the big games. I feel like he's lost quite a few of them. But he could cash pretty big. He's got $10 million. Uh, he bet $10 million to win $75 million on the Astros, and he's a big Astros guy. So uh, there's a great um, great uh, interview yesterday with Mattress Mac. Uh, so there's a link to that in today's newsletter. You also have Adam Burke breaking down Game 1 of the World Series tonight. I didn't really have a play on the World Series tonight either. You know, uh, Newsflash, uh, there's really not much movement here with the side or the total. Uh, but then also you get the uh, update here for the Circa Invite. James Salinas, a colleague of mine at VEASAN, he's in the lead, so good job for James. Uh, you also get breakdown of the latest professional better, Dan Saley. I always like these profiles and uh, kind of where they came from and how they got into betting. Uh, and it was funny, this guy, Dan Saley, he said, my day job when I'm not sports betting, sports betting is my day job as I recently finished a long career as an investigator with the Department of Defense. So pretty cool, kind of where people, uh, you know, find their way to sports betting, what they did prior. And, of course, you got to get Matty Ewins to ask you what's your favorite uh, fast food, and he said Taco Bell, and he said his Super Bowl matchup is Chiefs-Eagles. So uh, that got, that could happen. But anyway, guys, sign up for the newsletter, vcin.com slash newsletter. Wake up every day to great sports betting content for free. And if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a vcin all-access membership. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Put in your email. Costs you the equivalent of less than 70 cents a day. You get Dave Tooley's takes. You get all of our articles behind the paywall. Best bets from vcin staff for week eight. Uh, great betting systems from Steve Mackinnon, player props, uh, college football week nine, uh, mattress Mac interview. Great stuff here as well as good promos for legal sports books, best bets sent to your email, uh, as well as actual insights and tips all included when you become a member vcin.com slash subscribe. Lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real time market, constantly moving, changing and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last can't tell you the importance of – and the other thing with NBA, a lot of guys are questionable tonight. Again, we're going to deal with this all year. That's why, to me, NBA is like my ultimate, you know, uh, 6 p.m. rule, wait until 6 o'clock when you get all the inactives and also, you know, pick your spots here and lay off games where guys are questionable. Uh, but get on Twitter. It's huge for injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, uh, not battling the trolls. That's another big part of Twitter. Make sure you have that, uh, that disciplined approach. Don't just fire off at the hip. It'll cause more – uh, it'll cause more issues than it than it helps here. But anyway, get on Twitter. Follow at Vison Live the Mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, 
Josh at VEASAN.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along in your sports betting journey, you let me know. I'd be happy to help in any way that I can. So that being said, with our four-pack here, guys, I like both games in college football tonight. So let's go to the college football slate. Both games are at 8 o'clock. Once again, college football, why you got to put two games at the same time? Can we get a 7 o'clock game and a 9 o'clock game? Can we get a 7 o'clock game and a 10 o'clock game? You got to put both ECU and BYU and LaTeX and FIU both at 8 o'clock. Come on, man. But anyway, it'll make it even better if we have to sweat simultaneously. But first play on the board for me, guys, I'm going to go East Carolina. Uh, East Carolina is on the road at BYU. Shop around. This is hanging on the key number of three, but we are seeing a couple books at three and a half, and I think it may get to three and a half by the time uh, we see this game start. Uh, but I'm going to take East Carolina plus three and a half. I was able to find a three and a half. Again, you do have some books here. If you wait, you may get it naturally. Right now it's minus three, minus 115 at a lot of shops for BYU. So, again, you, I think you're, you might get to the hook here anyway. But it's kind of the reluctance of going to the hook that makes me really like um, East Carolina in this one. So, if we take a step back here, uh, trending in opposite directions, these non-conference opponents. ECU's 5-3. and three. They've won three of their last four. Just had a big upset win over UCF, 34-13. to 13. They won outright as a 5.5-point home dog. Meanwhile, BYU, remember they were ranked? They won a huge bet for us earlier in the year. They've had some injuries. They've really struggled. They've lost three straight. They're 4-4 four and four overall. They just got rolled by Liberty, 41-14. Seven-point road dog didn't even come close. The reason why I like East Carolina in this one is pretty much a line freeze. If you look at our VEASAN.com bet splits, but percentages are meaningless. Okay, okay. Yes, pipe, uh, pipe down over there. They're meaningless to you, not to those of us who use them to win and make money. Uh, anyway, but uh, I bet your gravity isn't real either. Uh, anyway, I always love saying that. But uh, here I am on this tangent. This is going to just get in my in my head all day. Anyway, let it go. Let it go, Josh. Uh, you have 69% of bets on BYU. Publix on BYU, bigger name school. East Carolina's a little school. Zach Wilson, NFL star, went to BYU. There's kind of a BYU name recognition, favoritism toward BYU over East Carolina. So BYU is getting 69% of bets. But guess what? Even though we're trending toward 3.5, this, this line has been up all week, and it's never really moved off of 3. It opened minus three BYU. It's pretty much stayed three. Any books that got to three and a half got right back down to three. Again, I think you, if you can shop around, you'll be able to find the hook there. Uh, and, and again, whether, there's also an option of, you know, if you're minus three, minus 115 BYU, that means you are on the opposite side, East Carolina, plus three at minus 105. You could buy a half point and take it to, you know, plus three, minus 115 if you can find something like that. But I think if you wait, you can find it anyway. But again, shop around, have multiple outs. But it's the line freeze here. Heavy betting BYU, but the line really, they really don't want to move that line because they are wary of giving out the hook to East Carolina. They may end up inevitably doing that, but the fact that it wasn't, you know, 70% BYU, minus three to minus four to minus four and a half to minus five, no, it's pretty much stayed right where it's at. That tells me there's a line freeze on East Carolina. Uh, ECU's contrarian and heavily bet game, only getting 31% of bets. They also match one of our favorite systems, a grinder system here. Remember that short road dog plus four or less, that's 54% with a huge sample size over the last decade. Uh, both teams are averaging about 30 points a game offensively. Difference comes on defense. Uh, ECU is only giving up 23 a game versus BYU giving up 32 a game. So, again, shop around, find the hook. This is a contrarian, heavily bet primetime line freeze, guys. Give me ECU, shop around, give me ECU plus 3.5. My other bet here, I'm taking another dog. Give me FIU. Give me FIU plus 6. Can you find a 6.5 even better? Uh, but I don't know if that six and a half will be available. It's mostly six painted across the board, but I like FIU guys uh, in this one. What's notable to me, a couple things here. Uh, so you look at this matchup between conference USA opponents, uh, La Tech, they're struggling. Uh, they're a big favorite here. They actually opened minus nine down to minus six here. So what does that tell you right off the bat? 
Uh, but they've lost four of their last five. They lost to Rice 42-41 in overtime. They did cover as a two-and-a-half-point dog in that one. Versus FIU, who just snapped a two-game losing streak with a big win over Charlotte. They won 34-15 as a 14-point road dog. So coming off a really good uh, uh, really good performance there against Charlotte. So what I like about FIU, number one is the huge line. They open plus nine, you're down to plus six. That is a huge, 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 guess what? Reverse line move. What is a reverse line move? When the betting line moves in the opposite direction of the betting percentages, away from the popular side toward the unpopular side. Yes, it is real. Also, gravity is real. Uh, but anyway, FIU... It's actually the, uh, the the contrarian play here. The public still is on La Tech. I don't really quite get why they like La Tech. They're getting 67% of bets across the board. But this line has really plummeted here. So only 33% bets, but 55% of money is on FIU. A good low bets, high dollar bet split. The other reason why I'm digging FIU here, and a part of me is like, oh, you open plus nine, you're down a plus six. Ooh, uh, you know, kind of getting the worst of the number there. Should you really still play it? The reason why I'm still playing it is because La Tech is starting their third-string quarterback, it appears. Again, i got to double-check this. And, again, college can be annoying trying to find these injuries. But the two top quarterbacks for La Tech are hurt. They could be starting a true freshman, Landry Liddy or Lighty. Um, and that could be a big detriment. And Florida International, who's had some big upset wins at home with a big line move in their favor. Also, FIU is top 10, believe it or not, in the nation in pass rush uh, versus a third-string quarterback, true freshman, making, I believe, his first start. I don't know if he got in a little bit in the last game, but that's an advantage there for FIU. So I'm going with this steam. I'm going with this sharp line move. Give me FIU plus six at home, and I'm also rocking ECU plus three and a half there. Make sure you find the hook. So that about does it for the first half of the pod here, guys. I'm going to take a very, very short break. I'm going to get a drink of water and calm down before I get into another Twitter beef. Uh, but we got to come back here after the break, talk NHL. we got two bets in the NHL. I believe we've now won like six or seven straight NHL bets, so let's keep it rolling. Uh, so two NHL, I'll give you the, the uh, final card here for college football and NFL, as well as to finish up the pod, two UFC bets biting in the arena. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong on the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 690. When we return talking college football, NFL for the weekend, UFC, all when we get back in episode 690 with your buddy, the guy you grind with in the arena every single day approaching betting from, yes, a data-driven contrarian uh, aspect or, or perspective, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 and older. It's time to let California fans and sports bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of America. So if you live in California, make sure you're registered to vote in this fall's midterm elections on November 8th, and make sure you and all your family and friends and coworkers go to the polls and vote yes on Prop 27 to legalize betting in the biggest state in America. Hashtag let us bet. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 690 of the Market Insights pod. We're on a heater, 11-1 and one, our last 12. And damn you, Tom Brady, you kept us from a, another perfect 4-0 night, but that is okay. 3-1 and one plus 0.82 units last night, continuing to grind out a profit. Isn't it a, isn't it a, a good a good, uh, a good heartburn or a good headache to have when you go 3-1 and one plus 0.82 units and you're, and you're annoyed you couldn't go 4-0? Oh? That's, that's always a good feeling. It's a good problem to have. The problem is the, the word I was looking for. But anyway, guys, we mentioned starting the pod, me and my soapbox uh, getting into another Twitter beef with uh, the people who uh, are the flat earthers who say data doesn't mean anything. That's okay. That's okay. They, they can get in a boat and uh, drive uh, and sail across the uh, the ocean. Tell me when you fall off uh, the flat earth and, and, you, and you fall into the atmosphere. So, uh, again, uh, enjoy that. But anyway, uh, we started the pod talking college football. I'm sweating ECU plus three and a half, uh, FIU plus six. Uh, now let's get to the NHL. A couple sweats here, NHL for tonight. 
First one on the board for me, I'm going to go with the Carolina Hurricanes. Give me the Canes in this one, guys. Canes are at home against the Islanders. They open about a minus 180 home favorite. They've been bet up to around minus 190. You're matching quite a few systems here with the Hurricanes. So uh, number one, uh, rest versus tired. You have Carolina, who hasn't played since the 24th on Monday, playing the Islanders. So we bet on the other night, Wednesday, they came through for us with a big win, but they played on the 26th. So Carolina's rested, ready to go, hasn't played since Monday. Islanders are kind of a you know short bounce back, not a back-to-back, but kind of a tired spot there. Carolina's 4-0 as a favorite. Islanders are 0-3 as a dog. They're 0-2 on the road. Carolina, much better power play, 23% versus 13%. We've had the line move toward Carolina. And then also, a lot of good system matches here. Favorites in the NHL this year, 63%. Arrested favorite off a win, 73%. 8-3 to start the year. Favorite off a win, 66% the last three years. Home favorite, 65% the last three years. So a lot of good matches here with Carolina. So I'm going to sweat. Carolina rested and ready to go. A little bit of line movement at home against the Isles. I got Carolina at minus 185. Next play of the night. System match here with the Predators that we had last night. Uh, and oh, by the way, I didn't even mention this. How about the Dallas Mavs getting it done there? Had to sweat that thing uh, in uh, in overtime. Not uh, Yeah, it was overtime a little bit there, but we were able to come through for the team, which is fantastic. Uh, so Luka Doncic getting it done. You love to see it, as well as the Boston Bruins with Brad Marchand coming back. Uh, but anyway, our favorite system here. Favorite versus second leg of a back-to-back. Match with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm on the Penguins, guys. Got them a little bit earlier today at minus 160. Again, hope you listen to the Market Insights pod. That was a Josh's sweat from 6 a.m. this morning. Now up to around minus 70. So, again, it pays to get these numbers earlier and get the juice, uh, try to limit the, the price of the juice before it rises. But anyway, Pittsburgh, good line move. They open as low as minus 150. You're up to minus 170. This is the system match. Favorite versus team on the second leg of a back-to-back. Uh, that angle there is now 16-7 and seven this year, 70%. Uh, you also have um, a rested road favorite versus a team on a back-to-back. This is a kind of um, a very uh, s- different angle but similar thought process of um, now you're on the road where maybe um, and even though uh, NHL is not a big public sport, there's kind of a maybe a less of a you know love for the home team. But that's 74%, rested road favorite versus a team on a back-to-back. You also have uh, road favorites, uh, minus 175 or more. You're kind of right on the edge there. But that's 72% the last three years. So this would all match with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is really rested. They've been off since October 25th, which was Tuesday. Vancouver is in the second leg of a back-to-back. They played last night. Um, you also have um, the Pittsburgh Penguins off of two straight losses. This is a proud veteran team that I think has had to sit on those losses for a few days. Hopefully you get a good effort out of them tonight. Uh, offensively, Pittsburgh, 4.29 goals a game versus 2.88 for Vancouver. Uh, defensively, giving up three goals a game versus 4.25 for Vancouver. Pittsburgh's 4-1 is a fave. Vancouver is 1-4 as a dog. You have better special teams. And then also, tip of the cap, Andy McNeil. I always read his uh, NHL article in the morning. I, I always like it when I my systems or my instincts or line moves line up with Andy's breakdown. He's also on pit, which I like to see. Uh, JT Miller is out. That's a big injury for Vancouver. Or he left last game. I, he may play. I don't think he will, though. Uh, and Brock Bozer and, and Quinn Hughes are also out. So good, uh, good rest versus tired. Second leg of a back-to-back. Let's go Penguins. Let's go Pens. I got the Pens earlier today, minus 160. Now you're rocking a minus 170 with Pittsburgh. So two bets in the NHL, Carolina minus 185, Pittsburgh minus 170. Now to college football. Uh, again, I'm trying to kind of be very selective with college football, limit our plays, and, again, always keep an eye out for the Sharp Report coming out uh, tomorrow morning. It comes out every morning that I write it, but uh, we'll have a late late breakdown action for uh, you know any bets that kind of move overnight going into game day. But I'm just rocking with the two bets that I'm really enjoying and not really enjoying, but hope I enjoy them because hope they cash. 
Uh, but two that really caught my eye all week long. So the first one, you've heard me say it a million times, Kansas State. Moneyline Kansas State. I Moneyline K-State. Uh, shop around right now on the Moneyline. K-State is around minus 120. Why is this important? Because we have uh, Oklahoma State, who's ranked and has a much better record, uh, versus K-State, who's also ranked but ranked like 22nd, and Oklahoma State is like 9th. So public is all over Oklahoma State. Uh, K-State's only getting across the board like 35% of bets. But they open plus one. Now you flip to a minus one and a half home favorites. This is kind of the classic, um, you know, not the unranked home fave ranked opponent, but the worst ranked home fave dog to fave line move versus a ranked opponent. Fishy reverse line move here. So I like this line toward K-State. Again, if Oklahoma State has the better record and higher ranking, why do they open as such a short favorite? And why are now why are now the books giving you points to take, quote unquote, the better team? That sounds fishy to me. Uh, so that is a, a play on K-State on the money line. Uh, let's go K-State. Wildcats got them at minus 125. Uh, yeah, minus 125. Might get a minus 120 if you shop around. Other play for me, uh, UCF. Let's go Central Florida. Uh, also, by the way, guys, uh, I don't know if anyone – these, these were leans. I didn't play it. Did anyone take um, Washington State last night? Remember we were talking about them, plus 9 to plus 7. They came through. So, again, tell me data don't matter. Tell me again data doesn't matter. Then why did Utah get all the bets and the line fell to Washington State and Washington State cover the number uh, for all the uh, flat earthers there in the back? <clears throat> hint, hint. And then, of course, I was annoyed by Southern Miss. The line went against them, and they rolled and won anyway. So, uh, again, it kind of breaks went your way whether you played it uh, or not either way. But, anyway, back to Cincy UCF. I like UCF in this one. Cincinnati is ranked. UCF is not. Cincy has a far better record. Uh, Cincy's won four or five in a row. UCF is coming off a loss to East Carolina, who, again, hopefully plays well tonight for us. Uh, Five-and-a-half-point favorite. You lose by, like, 21 points. So why on earth if everyone's betting Cincy? is this line flipping to UCF. So this was a, again, very similar to that. Basically, think of it this way. If you like K-State, you like UCF. Very similar situation here. Opened, of course, getting a point or two. Now it's flipped to UCF. Laying a point, point and a half. That is a classic unranked home fave versus ranked opponent. Sharp reverse line move. Contrarian heavily bet spot, UCF. So give me UCF here. On the money line, minus 120. Now the other bet that was like a really strong lean to me, but I'm just annoyed I didn't really get the best of the number. I'll just throw it at you guys. Uh, Texas A&M. Texas A&M really has caught my eye here. Uh, they're at home against Ole Miss. Everyone's betting Ole Miss. Ole Miss open laying three. It's down to one and a half. So my anxiety is just that, you know, hey, I missed the three, two and a half, two. Line keeps going to Texas A&M, which is pretty sharp here. But I just feel like, hey, I, I missed the key number. So, again, Ole Miss wins by three, and, you know, you don't push because you couldn't get the number. I'm still going Texas A&M or nothing. They're pretty sharp here but I'm just not going to make it an official bet because I feel like we kind of missed the best of it there. So make it simple. Two sweats here, college football, K-State money line, UCF money line. Now to the NFL. And I fully admit, guys, you know, NFL some weeks, there's like a ton of games that fit our model. Some games are lighter weeks where you don't have a ton and you don't want to force anything. So I only have a few bets here. Really not not a ton has really jumped out to me. Uh, what I'm holding in pocket is uh, Carolina. Really love the fact that we got Carolina plus four and a half on the pot. It's down to four. Maybe it creeps back to four and a half. We shall see. But uh, that's a good spot there to back Carolina because they're only getting 40% of bets. But we've seen them fall severe line move plus six all the way down to uh, to plus four here. Uh, again, it was notable to me that the hook on the four and a half was out there and it got scooped up and brought it down even further. This would be a dog who missed the playoffs last year, 61% ATS. Divisional dogs, 57% ATS. Again, shop around. You can find the four and a half great. Uh, but I took you to water. Couldn't make you drink. But I am on Atlanta. Uh, sorry, I am on Carolina plus four and a half to beat it, to uh, cover this number against Atlanta. Let's go, Carolina. Uh, what else did I have for you? Uh, Washington plus three. This is my other bet. Took Washington plus three against Sam Ellinger. 
Uh, this game opened as high as, you know, Indy minus six, down to three, all the liability. I saw a couple two and a halfs get down to two and a half, immediately get back up to three. So I think there was some buyback on Indy uh, minus two and a half. But I'm going Washington. Again, all the liability is still on Washington, plus three at minus 115. This would match a couple of great systems, severe line moves, nine and four ATS, 69%. Uh, let's see, dog who missed the playoff, 61% ATS. What else do we have? Um, let's see, short road dogs plus three or less, 57% ATS the last three years. And uh, if you're giving me Ellinger versus Heineke, I'm taking the Heineke and the points here with this line move in their favor. So I'm also holding uh, commanders plus three. And again, that's still available here. Maybe a little bit more juice, minus 115 versus a you know a 110 if you could have gotten it earlier in the week. Now we got some money line plays for you. So first money line play for me, I'm going to go Minnesota. I know it's a little bit high here, uh, minus 180 on the money line, but I'm money lining the Vikings. I'll tell you why. Number one, pretty sharp line move. You know, the Vikings actually opened at some shops, uh, like laying six and a half, look at like six and a half, something like that. But then it got all the way down to like three. And then you saw a lot of buyback on Minnesota back up to minus three and a half. And now it's trending back up like it may get to minus four. So you're kind of seeing... Um, you know, an early adjustment downward um, when maybe uh, odds makers were thinking, you know, Arizona would be kind of a pushover in this spot. Uh, it's, it is notable that the lookhead was so much higher. If anything, that gives you, um, you know, kind of more confidence here on the lookhead based the current because maybe this line is a little bit short right now. But it's not really the line move that makes me like Minnesota. It's it's two different things. One is Minnesota is actually a fade the trendy dog play. You have 62% of bets on Arizona here plus the points. Um, so obviously in prime time, who did Arizona beat? I know that was flew over. What was that the Thursday night game? Who was that? New Orleans. Yeah, that's right. 42-34. So in prime time, Arizona looked pretty good. Uh, one outright, covered the number, put up a lot of points. Minnesota, um, again, is coming off the bye. That's another reason why I like them. But if you're giving me a trendy dog, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade that trendy dog. It was a trendy dog last night that, hey, it, it beat us. And yes, yes, sometimes sharp plays lose, believe it or not. It's hard to believe. I know it is, but it's true. Uh, but this is a trendy dog that I want to bet against Arizona. So Minnesota on the money line, minus 180. Uh, trendy dog Arizona, contrarian favorite Minnesota. If it wasn't for this, though, I probably wouldn't wouldn't bet it this way. But this is a favorite off a of buy. Uh, favorites off a of buy have been fantastic. They're 1-0 ATS uh, so far this season. They're 57% ATS uh, over the last, I think, about decade or so. So favorite off a of buy is Minnesota. Rested, ready to go. Uh, Arizona's a trendy dog. I just don't love that I'm laying a 3.5. Um, cause I feel like, you know, you win by three, you're going to lose that bet. So I'm paying a little more juice hashtag win the damn game. Give me Minnesota money line minus 180. My other money line play for, um, this weekend is I'm going Seahawks. Seahawks have treated me pretty well this year. I'm going back to well with them. This looks like another fade the trendy dog play here. Uh, I think the public is pounding their chest even, even louder on the giants because remember that sharp line last week where Jacksonville minus three and sharps are so stupid odds makers. They're so dumb. They put the wrong team favored. No, that is not true. It was exactly where it should have been, but the sharp contrarian favor just didn't win. Again, newsflash, sometimes sharp plays don't win. I think that's just so frustrating to me. Like the perception of sharps, do you think they win 100% of the time? No, no one does. They're 55 to 60%. Anyway, I think the public will be like, oh, odds makers, you're so dumb. You gave me three points against Jacksonville. Now you give me three points against Seattle. Hammer the G men who are six and one and fully admit they're having a really good year. Uh, but to me, this is a, another trendy dog I want to bet against. Seattle actually opened as low as a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. They're up to minus three. So line's going to Seattle despite almost 70% of bets here on the G-men. So it looks like a fade the trendy dog. We just, of course, missed the minus two-and-a-half or lower off the key number of three. So I'm money-lining Seattle. Hashtag win the, win the damn game. 
minus 150, only 32% bets, but 50% of the money. So good bet split there. And again, money line play for Seattle. So Seattle money line minus 150, Minnesota money line minus 180, Washington plus three, and Carolina plus four and a half. Those will be my sweats for this weekend. Then lastly, biting in the arena. We got two bets for you. First bet in biting is Griffin. Uh, Max Griffin. Give me Max Griffin money line to hashtag win the damn bout. How about that one? Uh, Max Griffin is fighting Tim Means. Max Griffin opened as low as like minus 170. He's been bet up to around minus 180, minus 185. It's notable because tickets are pretty much split. It's about 52% of bets on Griffin, but he's taking into account 87% of the money at BetMGM. So really good bet split here. He's a little bit younger, 36 years old versus 38. He's got a longer reach, 76 inches versus 75 inches. Now, he doesn't have the height advantage. The opponent's 6'2", he's 5'11". But I was doing some research on this bout, uh, and a couple things here. Uh, Means is, like, pretty old and showing his age, and Griffin has a huge advantage with speed and power. So Means is almost going to be 39 in in just, like, a couple months, I think. Uh, And also you look at kind of what these guys have done recently. Griffin is looking to – he's got a really good kind of motivational angle here, Max Griffin, because his last bout he lost to Neil Magny, uh, and that was a decision that was uh, a – a, a re, well, not a referee, a judge decision that when I was reading, and I don't remember this bout, I don't remember watching it, but basically he was saying that like Griffin should have won that and the judges kind of screwed him. So what I was reading some articles on this bout is that Griffin's like really trying to avenge that loss when the refs, I keep saying the refs because it kind of, that's what you think, but the, the judges, uh, the judges kind of screwed him. So I think that's a good motivational angle and he is younger and you have a really good bet split. So I'm sweating Max Griffin shop around. I got Max Griffin at minus 180. Then my other bet, told you I have two of them. Uh, where's Waldo? Where's Waldo Cortez Acosta? Let's go Waldo Cortez Acosta. WCA, that's our guy. Not AOC, not to be confused with AOC. This is WCA, our guy Waldo Cor- Cortez Acosta. So give me Waldo Cortez Acosta on the money line. Uh, I got him at minus 195, minus 200. Uh, this is another really good contrarian favorite play. Remember, uh, really good run we've had with the UFC, knock on wood, six of our last seven. It's really been these contrarian favorites. So technically, Griffin isn't, isn't a contrarian favorite because he's getting 52%. Because, again, contrarian, you got to be technically 49% or less. Obviously, you want it even more lopsided. But Cortez Acosta is only getting 42% of bets, yet the line's moving in his favor. Like minus 185 up to minus 195, minus 200. I was digging into some stats here. Here, I'm going to put on my, my biting analyst hat. Um, significant strikes. Cortez Acosta is connecting on 11.73 significant strikes a minute, only 5.23 for his uh, opponent, Vandera. Vandera. Wilmer, Wilmer Valderrama, uh, I guess. Uh, Fez there. Uh, but uh, allowing significant strikes, 4.09 uh, allowed per minute for Acosta versus 5.84 for Vandera. So what does that tell you? It tells me Cortez Acosta lands more strikes and he absorbs less strikes. So that is a good angle there on a contrarian favorite with the line move only getting 42% of bets. So see if we can go 2-0 here. That's the goal. Let's go Griffin minus 180 and Cortez Acosta minus 200. There you have it, guys. Another pot in the uh, in the in the books here. Really good week. Uh, obviously, eleven and one our last twelve, but that twelfth one, man, the, the data the data doesn't matter. Shouldn't even look to the data. Yeah, right. Give me a break. Anyway, if you enjoy the Market Insights Pod, if you do know the importance of data and have used it to your advantage and how have seen how it can help you win, uh, and you enjoy the pod, and maybe you've you know become a flat better and you don't parlay, you've taken a contrarian angle, you see the importance of data. 
uh, when you look in your uh, in your bookmaker in your uh, your book account, basically you look at it every day, you see it go up a little bit. Uh, whatever the case may may be, if you enjoy the pod, you want to make my day. Let me know you appreciate and defend and support the data team hashtag Team Data. Uh, then there's one thing I ask of you: buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It'll mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry: how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan. Uh, all, uh, all included here in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So support hashtag Team Data. Hashtag Data is real. Um, who was that coach, Fizdale, for the Knicks? He said, uh, take that for data. Uh, so take that for data, seriously. But if you want to buy a copy of my book, it would mean a lot to me, guys. Uh, if you already have or are planning to, really appreciate it, especially with the holidays coming around. It makes a very good stocking stuffer, I must say. But anyway, guys, that about does it. Whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, before you know it, sweating games together at the Encore in Boston. Once Mass uh, is fully uh, fully live and ready to go, should be early to mid-January. Uh, out in New York, breaking hail records every day. But before we give New York all the credit, Cali's coming up around the bend. Cali's making a move. And if you guys do your part, Get everyone, you, your family, the people who don't care about politics, to say, you know what? If it doesn't matter to you, it matters to me. You mind going to vote yes on Prop 27? I don't care who you vote for, but just can you vote yes on Prop 27? Let's get it to pass in Cali, which would be a huge watershed moment, the biggest state in the country legalizing betting. Uh, but anyway, hopefully that uh, that does happen here on November 8th. Uh, but also out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found, talking about the South Point. Uh, or, of course, Stadium Swim Circa with your feet in the pool, sipping a pina colada, sweating sharp contrarian plays with the crew, uh, with Stormy and, uh, and the crew at the Mega Bar in front of the book getting a, a victory burger, or the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, wherever it may be, guys. 11-1. Again, it's been a pretty good run here. I'm still annoyed TB12 couldn't come through for us, uh, but that's okay. He's, he's got bigger issues with, uh, with, with breaking up with Giselle. Uh, but show me when we're at the book. Nashville Predators, second leg of a back-to-back. The Bruins! And the Dallas Mavericks coming up bigly in overtime with Doncic just just toying. He's got like, Doncic has got the ball like on a yo-yo. It's the guy's unbelievable. So what a great uh, sweat that was. But show me one of those tickets. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're gonna post about the book so that Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. Wish you the best of luck, guys. My parting words as always: Stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. Tampa Bay was smart money. It lost. It did lose. But again, it's going to win a majority of the time long haul. That's why you can't get so hung up on a one-game sample because we're going to make thousands and thousands of bets during our lifetime, and we're playing a long game over the long haul where, guess what? Sharp money will win. That you know plus two to minus two is going to win 55 to 60% of the time. Even though it lost 40 to 45 yesterday, it's going to win long term. So, uh, again, it's really important to keep that forest amongst the trees mentality. But if we can find the sweet spot, games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be just fine long term. So wish you the best of luck. Enjoy a big weekend here, guys. Uh, enjoy the sweats. And uh, I know there's an issue last Sunday with um, DraftKings The Sweat Show. Uh, there was an issue with the tweet not going out correctly, uh, but stay, stay tuned for one because, you know, I will be there on Sunday as I am every Sunday doing the DraftKings, um, doing the DraftKings pregame show, The Sweat. So I'm four, one and one with my best bets. I got to keep pace here. I'm trying to, uh, hashtag team VEASAN as we, as we get into the DraftKings studio. So, uh, if you want to tune in, it's a lot of fun. It's only an hour long, a lot of DFS talk. I'm not a big DFS guy. 
uh, but uh, also a lot of sharp contrarian talk from yours truly. So hope to see you guys there on Sunday. But enjoy the sweats. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck. Let's get ECU and FIU to bark tonight. Let's get a couple hockey bets. See if we can have a good weekend with football, and let's see if we can get some biting plays with our guy Cortez Acosta and Griffin coming through for us. But wish you the best of luck, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Good luck. And as always, don't forget to tip your ticket, uh, ticket writer. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great weekend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.